0: there. Welcome back to Don't IEP Alone. I'm your host, Lisa Leitner from A Day in Our Shoes. Um want to get jump right into it today with procedural safeguards because this might be long enough that I'm going to break it into two podcasts. Um I have it outlined and I I think it I think it's going to be too long if I go through everything, so I might break it into two. But that's why I want to jump right into it. Procedural safeguards. Um, I don't even like that phrase, procedural safeguards. You have to stop and – it's one of those phrases that doesn't really roll off the tongue you have to stop and think about what it is. Um, but this is one where I do start my finger wagging at parents. I'm actually even finger wagging when I said that as I'm here recording this podcast. Um, sorry, a lot of ums today because I, I have a really full brain. You'll know that when I'm speaking, if I have a lot of ums, that means I have a really full brain that I'm trying to sort out. But procedural safeguards. And this is why I start the finger wagging, because nobody reads them. And I don't want to say nobody, but I know that that number is at least half. I can tell by the questions you ask me. I can tell by, I mean, it's mostly the questions you ask me, but just by some of the things that folks say parents say to me I think you don't even you're not even reading your procedural safeguards and one of the biggest questions I get is um, you know situation happens with the IEP teacher told me this school told me this blah 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 what are my rights and right there that's like a huge red flag to me as an advocate because guess what folks right in the procedural safeguards definition It says, this is the booklet of parents' rights. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that. Um, So right away, I know that you're not reading them. And I get it. They're boring. I've read them several times. Um, It's a lot to plow through. It certainly isn't fun reading. It's not easy reading. It's not something you can just sit down and read for pleasure. But you have to read them. And I know that we get copies and copies and more copies of them, especially if you're having multiple IEP meetings. But rather than just sign that sheet that says you received them and then you go throw them on the passenger seat of your car, take them in the house and read them. Um, because it is your rights. Those are your rights. When parents go, well, what are my rights? Guess what? That's them. Um, your rights are listed in procedural safeguards. If it wasn't important, IDEA wouldn't require that you are handed a copy of them if it didn't matter. It defines a lot of things for parents. It defines um, your, parent, your, your legal right to parent participation. Um, It goes over a little bit about FERPA and your access to your child's records. Um, Prior written notice is in there, which I'm going to do a separate podcast on that, the PWN. But prior written notice is huge. And that's one that parents really need to understand how to use, understand what it is and how to use it. Um, And then it also lists, now, first of all, if you want to read your procedural safeguards, because you might be thinking, you know what, Um, yeah, I did receive a zillion copies of those, but I threw out every single one of them. Um, Just Google IEP procedural safeguards and your state, because they will vary a little bit from state to state. But in there is discipline guidelines and suspensions and how that all is supposed to play out. It also is to list agencies where you go if you need assistance. There should be agencies listed in there. Um, It talks about pendency and stay put and how once you exercise your your procedural safeguards, the child stays put. Um, I'm trying to think what else is in there. There's so much stuff in procedural safeguards. Um, oh, language, language. Your Everything that you receive regarding your child, from permission to evaluate, you know, the whole, all of it, IEPs, all of it. It needs to be in your understandable language. So if you're not a native English speaker, you can get all of these things in an understandable language. Um, It talks about asking for an independent eval or an IEE. It talks about procedural safeguards. It talks about um, filing for mediation and due process and what that looks like. And here's a fun one. It also tells you how to file a state complaint. So that's another one I know. That's another red flag question I get when parents pop online and they go, how do I file a state complaint? Um, and I get it. You might read, you might be like, you know what, Lisa, shut the F up. Um, I read them. I just didn't remember that. And I get that. There is some, there is a degree of that. But I would think that for more parents on some level, if you read procedural safeguards and you see in there how to file a state complaint, I think if that idea popped into your head, hey, I want to file a state complaint, on some level, many of you would, would go back to the procedural safeguards and be like, ah, that's where I saw it. Um... I once, and this goes back several years, but there was a school district that was not giving procedural safeguards. And there was another one who was only giving partial procedural safeguards. They somehow neglected to um, include the back page, which had all the agencies where you could go for assistance. Um okay maybe that was you know I'd like to think that not everything is done with malice but it seemed very um, I don't know I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for um, but it just seemed a little fishy that if you needed to call an agency for help that that page was missing um, let's see what else does it you know the parent participation part that's huge you need to, to stay on top of that Um, but again, please read them. I guess this isn't going to take me 15 minutes because I'm just going to tell you to read them. But please read them. Look at them. I get it. It's not fun. You know, keep them in your car maybe when, um, you're waiting. You have that extra 10, 15, 20 minutes when you're waiting in school pickup line or waiting at a doctor's office. You know, whatever it is that you're waiting for, you can, um, pick them up and glance through a few because it is important it is your rights and I think it's important to remember that you know a lot of people fought for this stuff for us um, for a long time so that our kids would have procedural safeguards and that families would have procedural safeguards um, in this process so read your procedural safeguards that's your tip for the day I actually have a webinar on them, explaining them. If you go to adayinourshoes.com, right there on the front front and center, it should say store. You can click on that, and you'll see a bunch of webinars and, and other things that I sell. They're only a buck or two. Everything's cheap. Um, but you can take a little half-hour webinar explaining it further. Um, I have another one on PWN, which I will get into but that's it. Have a great day. Um, and I hope you tune in again. Thank you.
1: Gone my way. It's gone my way. It's gone my way. It's gone my way.